0: Okay. (laughs) Hey everyone, welcome to Mamacita,
1: your weekly mama date where we
0: discuss all things mommying while Latina.
1: Hi, I'm Wendy. I'm currently a stay-at-home mom by day and flamenco dancer and writer by night. I live in the suburbs. I'm raising two bicultural children. I'm from El Salvador but grew up in Los Angeles in a very traditional
0: Latin household. And I'm Alex. I'm a single mom of a fabulous five-year-old girl. I'm an artist, actress, and dancer living in L.A., my life is not so traditional. We've
1: been friends for over 13 years and trust us, figuring out motherhood is way more fun with your fellow mamacitas. Raise your hand if you know this song. Raise your hand if you have danced to this jam. Oh my God. Raise your hand if this brings you back to you. Estoy emocionada. <laughs> the day of your
0: quinceañera. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Tiempo de es el tiempo hacia
1: atrás. If you don't know who this is, it's Cheyenne.
0: <laughs> did you have a quinceañera, Alex? No, I did not. This was a thing in Miami, okay. a very big thing. Everyone had a quinceanera. But I did go to my best friend's quinceanera. I do remember this. Uh-huh. And I had a boyfriend. Oh, Ed. Ed was my boyfriend. And hi. I had pictures. Hi, I was Ed. like, yeah, hi, Ed. Hi, Kimberly. We always um, talk about you, Ed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's probably like, what the hell? This He's girl's like, obsessed why am I with me. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't, know. I don't know you don't just keep coming don't back know. I I, just, I, don't, I have no idea no but it's because I remember <laughs> <laughs> and there's like this one picture I look so young and we're like holding hands and I'm like in this little black dress because you know the quinces that's like your moment to dress up like you're going to a club right Like, this is the most dressed up that you get, like, Uh when you go to somebody's kinses. So I had my hair and, like, you know, some updo situation, a little, like, halter top black dress, Mm -hmm. all, like, you know, sexy or whatever. I had my boyfriend. It was a big deal. And I remember for another friend of mine, um, Uh we used to go over to my friend's house and dance with all of her cousins that were older. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) They were probably like 18 or something. And we we're right. like, hey, older men. Oh my God. Hey. This yeah. is why quinceas
1: happened. <laughs> Actually, no, literally, this is why quinceas happened. Can we talk about this tradition? Okay, let's talk
0: about the history. Of, yeah. Like,
1: why quinceaneras happen? Well, they happen because it is so that your family could present you to the community as a woman who was ready to be wed. So, How horrible is that? Ew. Yes. But I guess it was necessary in the past because it's not like you went out and saw a lot of people because people lived far away from each other. And so all the families that would allow their kids to marry each other, Mm -hmm. I don't think lived and went to the same schools, right? So you had to like throw a big event so that people could travel and come and, you know, you would present your daughter to society. And- uh Latino culture is not the only culture that does this. Mm-hmm. I know that in the Philippines, they have a debut, like a debut.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I think they're 18 years old when they do this. So it's not quite 15, obviously, but it's uh,
0: the same idea. Oh, right? it's like the sweet 16s or yeah. whatever. Is that- In the US, right.
1: they do a sweet 16, but I don't think the sweet 16 it's has the purpose? same- Purpose. I think Mm. in the US, what they do is like a debutante ball where people go to cotillion, if you know what that is.
0: Oh my. Cotillion is where you
1: learn um, manners and you learn, yes, etiquette and all the social dances, right? So that you can comport yourself in society. And at the end of this, a lot of the ladies or the girls who come from families of wealth will have what's called a debutante ball. And in that regard, it's very similar to a quinceañera, right? Because there's a dress, yeah. there's a big party, there's a big presentation, and a like a promenade where people walk in and see so you. Funny. Um, and I honestly did not grow up with this tradition.
0: Do um, they not do that in El Salvador?
1: You know what? Maybe they do, but like none of my cousins had a quinceañera. I did not have a quinceañera. Um,
0: did you go to other people's quinceañera? Oh no! no you said
1: you had no clue. I had right? never been to a quinceañera ever. Um, until I worked for my friend's company called Sueños de Quinceanera. Shout out to
0: Rosemary. <laughs> I think it's so funny that she had a company, like, this was her business. Yes, it was. You see, that, I had never been exposed to that. Like, I went to a lot of quinces. Quinces are a big deal in Miami, mm-hmm. but I never knew about people, like, choreographing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people would just come up with their own dances. Like, you know, you would just go to somebody's house and, like, practice and... People would just do it on their own. I didn't know it was like a thing, like a business. people
1: did do this on their own, right? Like their family member, their tia, maybe, who was the good dancer, would come and choreograph for the kids. (laughs) The crazy tia. The crazy tia would come and (laughs) choreograph. Exactly. She would choreograph for all the children. Um, And then you have the tradition of the padrinos, right? Mm -hmm. Who basically gift something that is valuable to the party, to the quinceanera. So I think traditionally this is how it was done, but then quinceaneras became big business. And so my friend just happened to be on the ground floor of that. When like that whole MTV show, do you guys remember the MTV show? Um, My Sweet 16 came out, which included a lot of the quinceaneras. That's funny. And then we all know the quinceanera movie came out around the same time in 2006 and that was super popular. What was the other one? Oh, there was like Quinceañera magazine. There were like event spaces where all the I vendors could come. I can't believe it was come. such a
0: thing. No, I mean it's still big so, business, guys. Did you guys have a quinces? like a big
1: Quinceañera party? Are you I planning know. on having a big Quinceañera for your kids? I
0: I'm not. I'm not going to do that.
1: <laughs> I'm not either. Unless my daughter's
0: like, I'm going to kill myself, and unless you give me a Quince, nah. Uh-uh, I'm <laughs> I doubt not. that she would be like that. I mean. Where would they get these ideas from? Only if
1: it's like... Their friends. If all their friends are having quinceañeras, you know your daughter is going to come and say, mom, I have to have a quinceañera because if not, I'm going to be the only weirdo who doesn't have
0: one. Unless she's like me and she's like, everyone else is having a quinceañera. I'm too cool for a quinceañera. I'm just not even going to celebrate.
1: Yes, but we don't know what's going to (laughs) happen.
0: I don't think so. I mean, so, I'm not planning okay, on that. Okay, so
1: I encountered, okay, this is my job. Probably for about two or three years, literally my job was to choreograph quinceañeras. And so I would go to people's houses or if they rented uh, studio space, I would go to the studio and I would teach these big groups of kids either the vaults, el vals. Tiempo. Exactly.
0: <laughs> da- da-
1: da- 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 da, da- <relatives> <laughs> That's oh another God. popular one, Strauss, yes. the Sleeping so Beauty Waltz, um, anything Tchaikovsky. I mean, you name it, we choreographed it. And of course, Cheyenne, Tiempo de Vals. And then like remix. Into oh, like, yeah. Bim, bim, bim. Oh, my God. Then it was like the <laughs> baile sorpresa, right? Yes. And so while I, when, when I was choreographing, it was still a little bit more like traditional Latin style. So the girls wanted to. But you now know, it's like bachata and like merengue and do yeah. all kinds of stuff. <laughs> And then it became,
0: like, hip-hop. Yeah. Wait, what was the one that you were singing a little while ago?
1: Um, y'all ready for this? (laughs) We're
0: so silly. Oh, my God. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, so that. (laughs) Anyways, so, yes, I would choreograph uh, these dances, and it was a lot of fun. And you know what? I also took it, like, a anthropological research experiment. I know.
0: Of course Because
1: you do. I got to see a really good cross-section of the Latino population. Okay. Why do I say this? Because I would go to the rich quinceaneras' houses, mm-hmm. you know, and they had, like, the pool and they had, like, the big space in the back and each practice was, like, catered. There was, like, sound system. It's like a freaking you know? wedding. No, I know. It's insane. It is insane. so expensive. And then I would go to, like, the poor Quintaneta's houses, right? And it was, like, an <laughs> apartment building or, like, we were, would practice at the park. And it was so crazy because it didn't matter if your family had money or no money. Everybody wanted the same thing, right? They wanted the Hummer limo at that time. Oh totally God. popular. I don't, I don't know why. Total I stereotypical thing. Yes. Yeah. Everybody wanted, of course, the awesome DJ, the big hall, Right, the fancy like wedding the hall, banquet basically. hall. Yes, the banquet hall so funny. with like the fountains and like the statues and like the, like, the, the garden. Really <laughs> cheesy, like <laughs> no. gardens. And these quinceañeras, like their families were bleeding money just to create these one night events for these fifteen year olds. Did they it's deserve not worth it? it? Did they get straight A's? Were they like? valedictorian <laughs> the next year at school I don't know like why did you get to spend $40,000 minimum
0: probably on that shit this is event? insane you're 15
1: they what have just, you done? they should just
0: travel use that money and go on a trip
1: I had a lot of parents tell me that they had told their daughters like offered yes I will buy you a car I will put this money away for college I will send you to wherever you know who knows where the kids always chose the party. That's crazy. It's because they. Quieren presumir. Yeah, it's right?
0: their mo- it's their like- moment to feel like a princess. Yes, that is why I treat my daughter like a princess every day. <laughs> so she's used so to you it. You don't have. To don't spend ha- yeah, I'm not going to have to do that. She's just like I do this every day. She dresses up in like a ball gown just to sit in the living room.
1: It, it works. It does work. Just I mean,
0: make her feel special every day. No,
1: seriously, and like.
0: The funniest
1: part for me was I always had to give the big speech.
0: Oh my god! Yes, like, presentamos. And I didn't blah, write blah, the blah, big blah. speech
1: <laughs> because if I wrote the big speech, it would not sound like all the things I had to say. Oh my god! Was it like super
0: elaborate? Like it was over the, the most top,
1: flowery, over the top <laughs> language? I was like, people want to hear you want me to say this, but you know people loved it it was so crazy it was like Oh presentando la bella princesa de la noche oh my god, la estrella really? Blah bla bla un gran aplauso por favor ah! <laughs> a ver a ver present me ready you would march in right I'm marching. with your chambelán de honor oh my god who would your chambelán de honor be so this is your, like, main guy that you pick, right? And usually, like, the chambelan is the big deal. He's, like, the cute guy. He can dance. And then you have a court, okay? And some girls would pick, you know, like, five of their best friends and then the five best friends' boyfriends or, like, their crushes. Sometimes the girl did not want to be upstaged by all the other girls on her court. So she would be the only girl and pick, like, five boys That she would dance with throughout the night. And then they would like lift her and like do (laughs) a thing, you know? Yes. And then, do you remember this? This happened right after we met. And I don't know if you remember, but I got hired by like a very rich quinceañera. And she was like, my friends, my friends suck. She did not want her friends in her court. So she hired professional dancers to dance the Waltz and the surprise dance. And in that case, I choreographed and hired Alex.
0: (laughs) If you want me to dance at your (laughs) yes. Do you remember? I remember the pants. We had our matching
1: Selena pants because they had a flare at the bottom. It was like see-through action, flare all around. And we danced techno cumbia. I must have jumped oh. in
0: on this uh, gig thing. situation right at the last minute yeah. because I don't remember practicing a lot. We we didn't have
1: to practice a lot. We're professional dancers. We had like two meetings and I was like, see you at the gig? Yeah. And we showed up. I
0: remember the pants, but I And we had don't matching remember. pants,
1: the Selena pants, and we danced to technocumbia. Cumbia and it was in this beautiful ballroom in Long Beach overlooking the ocean and the Queen Mary. Do you not remember this? <laughs> This is probably like one of the fanciest quinceaneras I ever had to choreograph for. And I was like, I don't, I don't even understand. This is like a $60,000 that maybe, maybe more. Birthday party. Yeah. Birthday party for a child. With professional dancers. And she just hired professional
0: dancers because her friends all suck. And see-through flare pants. Yes. Along with the whole quinceanera party come the pictures. The pictures are a huge deal and then you walk in and there's like a yes, huge a portrait of the girl with like the flowers and the tiara and she always looks like
1: oh that's right this is why hello I said, that is why- picture hold on hold on so i was on instagram and our friend mercedes Posted a picture of herself as a quinceanera and she was celebrating her 45th birthday. So it was quinceanera 30 years later. And she posted that picture of her like looking at the flowers, you know, I I don't know. Yeah. Um, And then she posted a current picture and it was hilarious and
0: awesome. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. Hold on. I'm doing my hair like a quinceanera. Okay. And uh, like, did you do this whole thing? No, because I didn't go to a (laughs) quinceanera. Guys.
1: I will get Where to that story. Where were you? I will Hold on. T-
0: it was like a, like a big poofy, like, you know, kind of like a Selena yeah. thing going on with you like know, the curls.
1: <laughs> like that. That was good.
0: As this is a- my quinceanera look, you guys. <laughs> Do
1: you want to know the one time I danced in a quinceanera? Yes. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know.
0: Go. Let's hear the so, story.
1: I never danced in a quinceanera. I've said this like five times already. Um, but when I started working for my friend, she, wa- she was going to turn 25. And we were joking. And I was like, oh, my God, wouldn't it be hilarious if we celebrated your quinceañera 10 años después? So your 15th birthday 10 years later. 10 year turning- anniversary
0: of your quinceañera. Yes,
1: because you're turning 25. So quinceañera 10 años después. She took the idea, ran with it. That's awesome. And you know what? We were a bunch of 24, 25-year-olds rehearsing every Saturday morning in her backyard with our chambelanes. Oh, my God. And we danced a waltz. We lifted her in the air. We did lifts. We did dips. We did all the things. And then we had a baile sorpresa, so the surprise dance. And you know what we danced? Yeah. Da-na-na-na-na. Na, na, na. Lambada. yes we did oh geez that's hilarious we did what, what they used to call it
0: the forbidden dance oh. <laughs> was it now
1: we danced
0: the forbidden dance that shit is hilarious oh
1: my god it was so good and we had a matching dresses that were like red and pink with like sparkles i want to continue what? A quinceanera like 40 años después? Like, Shut <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can do a
0: quinceanera 20 years later.
1: No, you had like five 21 year old birthdays. We're done
0: with that. We I want to do- celebrate no. <laughs> me again. We did 21
1: like five times. Let's do another thing.
0: Por eso, do Let's kisses. celebrate somebody
1: else. <laughs>
0: just kidding. Such a hater. What the hell? Well, you don't love me. Yes, I do.
1: So anyways
0: anyways Sa Catalonia ingenieras Don't be
1: that engineer, guys. Just don't do it, okay? No like miraculous conception. <laughs> Actually, yeah, this is one part we didn't talk about. Is- when you do a quinceanera, you have to be a quinceanera in the eyes of God, right? You go to the Catholic Church, oh. and you have una misa. So I there's a big know mass that. Okay. una misa, and so you walk down the aisle, just like if like you a boy, bride. Yes, in your pink frilly cupcake dress, <laughs> and you do a mass in front of your whole family, your friends, and it's, you know, a blessing for the quinceanera, but of course you're supposed to be a virgin, right? So this is part of the deal. And then after that, you do pictures just like at a wedding,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: And your friends go to the hall and wait for you there. Then you do a big, a big entrance, entrance just yeah. like a wedding. And the procession, okay, happens uh, – it can happen in many ways. So there's always like symbolism, okay? So there's like a doll That comes out during the procession. The quinceanera comes in with the doll and then the quinceanera passes down her doll to another little girl saying that she's no longer a little girl and doesn't need dolls anymore. So it's like, oh my God, (laughs) everybody cries at this moment. (laughs) The other thing thing that happens is like they enter with some shoes, right? And it's like, yes. And so now you have, heels. Your, you have your Cinderella moment where you go from zapatillas oh. to like your tacones. So <laughs> your slippers sorry. to your high heels. And now you're a woman, right? So these are all symbolisms, a symbol for you're now a woman. And uh, after that, are you laughing or are you crying? I have no <laughs> idea what's happening. <laughs> your face, I, ambiguous emotion.
0: I I was was crying at the doll and then laughing at the Cinderella moment. Okay, Got it. (laughs) There's a
1: father-daughter dance, Mm -hmm. just like at a wedding, okay? And usually the chambelan de honor will dance with the mom, and then they, like, trade so that the chambelan goes to the quinceanera and the mom goes back to her husband, right? So now you have the two couples dancing. Mm -hmm. Then... They disappear and the court comes in. And the court, like I said, it's like a big march. It, mm-hmm. al- it almost sounds like a wedding march, right? They come in. So funny. Then the waltz happens and the waltz started getting a little crazy by the end of my time working with Sueños de Quinceañera. Crazy in what way? Because everybody started using props. So before it used to just be like, <sighs> we're dancing a waltz. Then it was like, I'm going to dance a waltz and then it will be a surprise umbrella, I'm yeah. going to dance a waltz and all of a sudden there will be like this string that comes out of my dress and everybody makes like designs with the string around me. Oh, my God. Or like I'm going to use, I don't know, like only the boys and every boy will lift me up in the air so it looks like I'm flying. <laughs> <laughs> like it started getting a little crazy at the end. And then after that, everybody would applaud like, oh, yay. All the dancing and all the parade is over. Yeah. But then, of course, what happens is during that time, they go and change. And it's a surprise. And And that's when it's... Y'all ready for this?
0: And speaking of surprises, we have a very special surprise today. Our very first guest on Mamacita Podcast. He is one of the stars of the highly acclaimed movie, Quinceañera, and winner of the 2007 Alma Award for Outstanding Actor in a Motion Picture. You probably know him as DEA Special Agent Sal Orozco on the hit series Narcos Mexico, or as Freddy Gonzalez on From Dusk Till Dawn, the series. You may have seen him in movies like Collisions, Under the Same Moon, and many, many more. My very good friend, Jesse Garcia.
2: Hello.
1: Hi, Jesse. Nice to meet you. I'm Wendy.
2: Likewise.
1: Okay, so we're doing an episode about quinceaneras. Is this like an outdated tradition? Are we going to do this for our daughters? And then we were talking and I was like, oh my God, Jesse was on quinceanera. Maybe we can talk to him a little bit about it and uh, get your perspective, not just on quinceaneras, but also just working on this movie that became such a cult classic. Sure. (laughs) Thank you for being on.
2: Of course.
1: <laughs> okay. So this movie came out when I was working as a choreographer for quinceañeras for my friend's company called Sueños de Quinceañera, And it was hilarious. I had never been in a quinceañera. I'd never had a friend who had a quinceañera. I had no clue about anything about quinceañeras.
2: How funny.
1: You grew up in Wyoming. You didn't grow up in LA, right?
2: Yeah, that is correct.
1: Did you ever have a quinceañera in your Family? Did you participate in one? Did you ever dance in one?
2: No, no, I didn't. I didn't know about any of this stuff. The only two quinceaneras I've been to are in the movie.
1: That's hilarious. So, did you yeah. research a quinceanera when you got the role, or were you, like, what did you do for learning about no, quinceañera since you never participated in one? I, n-
2: nothing. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't research it at all. I didn't do any kind of research for any of the movie. I just put on. Clothes that I thought would be fitting for it, and I just I went for it.
1: That is really cool. So you just like read the script, acted from the heart,
2: basically. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So now that you it's know so what a quince- in that movie,
0: by the way, Jesse, I yes. love I love your performance
2: in that. Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah.
1: So now that you know what a quintineta is, obviously, if you ever had kids and you had a daughter who was like, "I want a quinceanera would you let her have one?
2: Uh, do, do you want to spend X amount of dollars on something that's going to be one night? Or do you want college money? Do you want a car? Do you want, you want to invest in something where you, you'll have a million dollars in 20 years? You, what, what do you want? Ding, ding, ding.
1: Um, a lot of kids, the parents wanted to buy the kids a car instead of this party. And the kids chose the party instead of the car. Can you believe that?
2: yeah kids want to party they want they want to be it's it's a it's a way of uh knowing that they're loved they showing that you know that you there's adoration and that they're um even if it's fleeting you know it's it's also competitive competitive where uh, kids want to have the better quinceanera who you know the prettier dress you know uh, who's got the most handsome chambalan like a lot of competition. A lot of, there's a lot of ego involved in these decisions made that we don't really realize our ego as kids. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, even if you knew it was ego, I think it's like you still want you still want the attention, which I understand. But
1: yeah, and there was a line in the movie that I was like, "Oh my god!" I said this a million times at all these Kim Yera speeches. It's her special day. You had just gotten in a fight when you went to see your sister's quinceanera and then they kicked you out of the party and then the guys were like, it's her special day. Don't ruin it. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. That's why they want the quinceanera because it's their special day.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. It. It's like I'm you sure. have
1: other special
2: days. I'm sure the the tradition of it, like of, of 15 becoming a woman being available for you know, marriage or something like that way back in the day, it's 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 different than what it means now. You know what I mean? The special days. There's there's set roots in tradition, but it's um everything's evolved.
1: Definitely. Watching it, like, because I saw it when it first came out, I all I remembered really were the two main characters and then the whole Quinceañera thing. But now watching it from the perspective of being a mom, mm. I was like oh my god there's so many things i didn't remember that i reacted to now like
2: Mm-mm.
1: okay so maybe the sound this will sound horrible but like the the predatory white guys who got your character drunk and then took advantage of you they didn't know how old you were
0: i, know, I, know. I was like ah, team gets me yeah. yeah i'm like oh my god this guy i just want to like I, my God. God. I know, it's
1: so funny. And then we were texting oh, while I was watching the movie and Alex was like, there were so many other things. And I was like, I know, gentrification, sexuality, teen pregnancy. Like, why don't I remember these things? And it's because I've grown up and now mm. I have a bigger perspective.
2: I think that movie was a little ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, I think that movie opened the doors for um a lot of those stories like a lot of the stories like you know uh with sexuality and identity started coming out right after that movie I mean there wasn't been a lot of you know LGBTQ movies um before that but it was kind of this one kind of crossed over on a, a, a few different genres with the latino but also uh, uh mainstream indie so it it did something different that a lot of the other movies didn't do. And there was no, there was all, we were all unknowns. Like it was a non-union movie. Um, mm-hmm. Charlo was the only one that was SAG and they, they um, they worked something out so that he could be in the movie. But it was, a, I think it was, a, I think it was ahead of its time.
1: So when you shot it, did you think it was going to become like this cult classic and bring you? No, nah,
2: I mean, like I thought it was
1: to the Alma award and everything.
2: Not really. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was special while we were shooting it. Um, you know, it's tiny movie back in the day. I think, I think they they shot it for $235,000 or something like that, which before, you know, back in the day that was, you know, that was pennies. Now you can shoot a lot with that. It's funny because of how the technology has changed, you know, from 15, 16 years ago to, um, to now where everyone has a phone. So everyone has a camera you know what i mean and um back then you know we shot on a i think i was i feel like it was a sony i don't really remember it, it was, was like a new camera, camera. <laughs> yeah it was like a real camera like we had real like and with the the money that was the, the investors that put the money in were um it wasn't a ton of money and we ended up blowing it up for i think from to 16 millimeter or 35 i don't really remember um that was a long time ago. But the the technology back then to what it is now is, is just completely different. I don't remember the question. That's why I don't know why I got on that.
1: <laughs> I think I remember now. I walked in and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> anyway. You don't I
2: remember thinking. the question either?
1: Yeah, I don't remember the question. But I did want to give you a compliment because like since I did watch the movie right now, I really liked the self-awareness and vulnerability of your character. And it's something that I did notice before because I liked the movie, but now I noticed it more because like I said, I'm coming from a, at it from a different perspective, you mm-hmm. know, and you did a very good job. So thank you. kudos to you.
2: The main choices that I wanted to make was kind of like to not put um, a stereotypical East LA Cholo accent on him, but still mm-hmm. give him a little bit of an edge where you can tell that, you know, he's not from Wyoming. <laughs> um that uh but and also like w- him being gay I didn't want to give him that kind of like a feminine accent either I don't want to make him a caric- caricature um so there's a lot of things I you know just for the lack of a better term just play it to play the character sh- straight you know what I mean so that it's not you know he just he's a, he's a gay kid but it's not a, it's not a caricature he's a he's a kid he's gay you know happens to be latino and from east LA and that's it. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: And actually, you and do was, say that in the movie. You say, I'm straight. And I was.
2: Cracking oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. That was an improv. I'm pretty sure it that was, was an it? improv. Yeah. That was
1: good. I caught it. I was like, he just played on that. He was like, now nah, I'm straight.
2: Yeah. There's a couple, th- I think I felt like there a couple things I did that were um, on purpose to make it, you know, playing words.
1: Yeah. It totally was. And I, I caught it. And I was like, haha, uh-huh, very good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're straight.
2: Sure, no, I'm straight. Yeah.
1: So we were talking yeah. about this very thing that you're saying about not creating a Latino caricature, but mm-hmm. creating like a real Latino character in our last episode when we talked about stereotypes in film and television. It's still something that you have to fight for, right?
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think it's easy. it's getting a little bit better. I think it's easy to fall into um, to caricatures. Uh, that are easy to um fall back on like comedy like the cholos or they're like um the immigrants with accents or something like that um like i said a little bit earlier there's you know there's ways of doing things with very little money the more money you have of course it can be a little bit easier reach wider platforms and how we do it is we write and produce and and direct our own material and get stuff out there so it's yeah it's important that that um, these stories are told by us as a community, and we support each other from all of our communities—being um, Mexican, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Salvadoran—like we all have to support each other uh, and lift each other up. It's, you know, this—it's a very we can be very divisive with our pride and ego as a, as cultures and subcultures. It's funny when I first got in the. Very, very first I decided I was going to start acting. I was 21 years old. This is back in 2000. You know, you think about it, it's like, oh, it'd be cool to to meet actors and producers and directors and do cool movies and you know the stuff that you fantasize, going to parties, hanging out, blah blah blah. But when you do a movie like *Quinceañera*, where there is an actual social impact and the social uh, relevancy to the story, um people who are in the movie, people who make the movie, the actors, the directors, producers, writers, crew, they now have a social responsibility attached to that kind of movie. So, um, straight male. I had to, you know, I, I went to a lot of gay functions. I went to, um, a lot of like, uh, all kinds. I've met a lot of different people and I love everybody. And I had to have an opinion on stuff. I had to, you know, listened to a lot of people and i learned a lot of stuff and and um and it was pretty a pretty incredible experience overall just going to you know something that i wouldn't have necessarily had with a movie that um if it would have an indie movie that or any other movie that i did where i played the straight kid or something like that where you know i was actually and they, i was welcomed um people loved what i did people you know for the most part i think i i, I don't really read articles and stuff like that but I think people kind of liked the movie for the most part and they liked what I did and they liked what Emily did and Chalo did um so like there was there was an there was enough good stuff in there that nobody really shit on us yeah uh, that's great it must have been very rewarding for you to make such an impact for teenagers that you know maybe never saw themselves reflected on screen like for the teenagers that are mm-hmm. having trouble, you know, with their family coming out and because of those gender roles and stuff, specifically in Latino families. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because this was back. This was back when uh, Facebook was kind of just starting, and it was yeah. more My space was kind of more the social um, outlet, and I would get a lot of emails from or messages from young gay men, like even adult men uh, saying how they loved the movie. Some were creepos, but a lot of them were very sweet. I I remember getting one from some kid. I wish I knew who it was. If I can ever figure out how to log into MySpace, I'll try to find it. Um, uh, There was one kid that messaged me, said, like, I just got done watching the movie. I've been going through a really hard time. Uh, Latino kid. And he goes, I didn't know, I didn't know if I was going to make it. And then I saw the movie and realized that there's, that I'm not alone. That, you know, that he's not, he's not the only, you know, gay Latino kid. But there's a, there is, there are people out there. And like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, did this movie just save this kid's life? You know what I mean? So um, and I got, a, I got a couple of those and I got, I got one of like this dude who was married that he goes how do I come out to my family? I'm like bro, I don't I don't know. Find a mediator. I'm like I, I just a character for me, dude. So like that's a, a little above my pay grade.
1: That's why we're having this conversation now about like representation matters, right? Because if you can see yourself on screen, then you know that you're being seen and that you count and and that you're not alone. Yeah. That you're not mm. That must have been really important for all those kids. Yeah. Yeah. We all said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> well, Jesse, I don't want to take up too much of your time because I promised only like two questions and then-
2: I- No, no problem.
1: Jesse, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for- Oh, your likewise. so open. Bye, Sophie. Bye, Alex. Yeah. Bye, Jesse. Sophia. Gracias.
2: Bye, guys. Okay. Okay. Ciao. Ciao
1: on the next episode of Mamacita!
0: Mother Dearest.
1: This is a podcast about starting conversations, so share your thoughts. Leave us comments. Send us pictures of your mama date. Mama.
0: Cita. Mama date. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mamacita Podcast. New episodes out every Friday, so don't forget to subscribe. And if you like what you heard, please give us five stars and leave a review. Thank you for listening. Also, check out our Mamacita blog. Find that and more at mamacitapodcast.com. Can I just say people's name? Yeah, nobody's, nobody listens to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people from back <laughs> in the day. That sucks. <laughs> I
1: know you're listening.
0: No, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, people from middle school, they're not, you know, just Kimberly and Ed, maybe.